Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 8th of November, hump day today. So uh, we are halfway through the week nearly, which is always a good thing. Of course, yesterday was the big day, RBA, etc. And the uh, Melbourne Cup. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off. As always, with the scores on the door, the Dow Jones closing up 57 points, or 0.17%. Had a pretty narrow trading range, a high of 111, all the ones, and a low of 69 uh, so not a massive trading range there. NASDAQ doing well, though, up 0.9 of a percent. A 121, 113,640, uh, the NASDAQ level. The S&P 500 up 12 points, or 0.28% in the middle for Diddle. 43.78 there for the S&P 500. The Russell 2000 was down 0.28 of a percent, five points. And the VIX volatility index down 0.7 of a percent, 14.88 back to complacency despite all the stuff that is happening overseas macro and in US results and of course in central banks. We did see ASX 200 futures pretty much unchanged down one point. We had a 20 point loss yesterday with the banks really suffering. Westpac gave back most of its gains from its result day on the back of downgrades from uh, brokers. Resources hanging in there yesterday, although we did see once again lithium stocks under some pressure. But not a bad day yesterday, all things considered, when you think that we did have another rate rise from the RBA of Michelle Bullock confirming what most people had already thought, a 25 basis point rise. The market did try and rally briefly on the back of that. But uh, in the end, it closed down 20-odd points. Nothing very dramatic, and we'll see how we go today. Turning our attention to the U.S. market, as we are wont to do, uh, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ notched their longest winning streaks in nearly two years and building on the November rally. Uh, so a pretty good effort. The S&P 500 rose the seventh consecutive day. That's the first time since its eight-day win streak reached in November 21. NASDAQ, eight straight days of wins. First time since the 11-day streak ended in November 21. Dow, seven straight sessions. So pretty good. Uh, We did see U.S. Treasury yields pulling back yet again. 4.579, down 7.2 basis points. The two-year yields, 4.915, two and a half basis points easier. Some of the big gainers yesterday included Amazon, Salesforce, uh, Amazon, Microsoft and Meta and we'll get on to those. So uh, not a bad effort from the US market last night. We do have an awful lot of Fed heads speaking uh, in the uh, marketplace this week. The other thing that uh, we did see last night was the oil price fell hard back below $78 a barrel, lowest level since July and lowest level really since the uh, Gazan Strip exploded with that terrorist attack by Hamas on Israel. So uh, not a bad effort from the oil price. That will certainly help the inflation story. Of course, yesterday the RBA raised rates because the oil price was higher and adding to inflation. I'm not sure that's working out too well for Michelle. 
just now, but it's a long game, as they say. Looking at European markets, stock 600 down 0.2, FTSE down 0.1, Germany up 0.1, France down 0.4. Asian markets yesterday eased, Japan down 1.2 and Hong Kong down 1.7%, China pretty much unchanged. Looking at US stocks, NVIDIA up 0.8, AMD up 1.5, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 1%, Tesla 1.3%, Amazon up 2.1, Alphabetti Spaghetti up 0.7, Microsoft up 1.1, Apple up 1.4, the US banks not doing an awful lot, Uh, Goldman Sachs unchanged, Morgan Stanley down 0.5, Citi down 0.2, Bank of America down 0.6, I'm not expecting great shakes from our banking sector today, it could be more resources perhaps, although that doesn't appear to be the case, Uh, when we look at BHP ADRs and Rio ADRs both down heavily last night, BHP down 2.5% and Rio in ADRs down nearly 3%. ResMed down 2.4% as well. CBA falling 1% overseas. European banks, Barclays unchanged. Deutsche down 1% and HSBC results were out, up 1.8% there for them. As far as commodities go last night, we did see that big fall in the oil price. We had Brent crude down 4.2%, $3.59, and WTI uh, back below 80 bucks, 77.86, $3.58 down, 4.4%. Gold was down 0.5%, platinum uh, down 1.6%. We did see the US dollar index push a little higher, and the Aussie dollar push a little lower, 64.33, uh, the Aussie dollar there. So uh, that affecting the gold price there. Some of the risk being taken out of the market. Obviously, with that oil price falling, uh, there are hopes that uh, the conflict in the Middle East will not spread beyond what it currently is uh, happening there. Copper down 0.8 of a percent. Nickel had a big fall last night, down nearly 3%. Aluminium down 1%. Zinc up 0.2. Lead up 0.4. Ton pretty much unchanged. Iron ore eased back down half a percent there. Lithium falling 06 of a percent as well. In terms of those resource stocks where we've talked BHP and Rio, Freeport McMoran down 3.7%, Glencore down 2.4%, Vale down 2%, Albemarle a little bit better, 2.2% higher, Livent up 1.8%, Sigma lithium down 1% there, US and European oil and gas stocks, Exxon down 1.6%, Chevron down 1.8%, and Shell down 1.6%. As far as news goes this morning, I guess the biggest news is the Optus network seems to have gone down. Uh, It's still down, so not good news if you're trying to access your internet at home uh, on Optus or trying to uh, make phone calls with Optus, so not a good look. We have had uh, ResMed is trading ex-dividends today. Uh, That accounts for some of that loss in the US. We've also got AGMs today from Alchem, Ardent Leisure, Breville, Chorus, Domain, Magellan and Vulcan Steel. And we have seen James Hardy results out this morning. Net income increased 2% to 178.9 million US dollars in the second quarter of fiscal 2024. Global net sales of 998.8 million. Uh, So uh, there we go. We'll wait and see what happens there with uh, James Hardy. In other news this morning, Goldman Sachs has lifted its three-month iron ore targets to $130 a tonne. That's the same target that City had. 
So they are playing follow my leader. It's usually the uh, the end of a bull run in uh, a commodity when these banks start to upgrade their forecasts. So that'll be interesting to see how that one pans out. We did see as well last night Uber results out in the US. Mixed picture of its big business reporting income from operations of 394 million US for the quarter ending in September. Overall trips growth of 25%. So the rideshare business continued to expand faster than some were going for, but the delivery segment was more sluggish. Bookings up only 18%, and the freight business continues to struggle as uh, bookings fell 27% in the quarter. So that is something to consider. Maybe that is part of the uh, the economic uh, jigsaw puzzle that we currently have. Looking at uh, the results and news out this morning, uh, James Hardy in a little more detail perhaps. Uh, we have um, North America 773.2, a year ago 810.7, Asia-Pacific 142.5 in terms of volume uh, against 155.9. So uh, the North American fibre cement business looks okay, 734.4 if you're interested. Dreadnought Resources has reported further assays at Bukathana North, including 23 metres at 0.5% nickel, 0.5% copper and 0.02% cobalt. Domain Holdings has provided a Q1 trading update. It's AGM revenue up 7.5% year-on-year. Digital revenue up 7.8%. Average revenue per share per sale listing up 21% year-on-year. October digital revenue up 12%. Uh, The outlook, they say, market conditions for Sydney and Melbourne have improved, but outlook for national listings remains uncertain. Uh, They are confident of resuming EBITDA margin expansion in FY24. We do hold domain in our ideas portfolio at the moment. Uh, We have also Woodside out this morning with an investor briefing, so that'll be interesting. And uh, the offer for Pack Group has been extended to the 4th of December, and uh, that doesn't look likely to go ahead. 68 cents currently is the offer there. The share price is currently trading at 71.5, so no great rush to accept there. Galileo Mining initiated high-powered IPG, a physical survey at Norseman Project, over its Callista Horizon project. And WA1, WA1 Resources has reported loony infield drilling results, including 10 metres at 2.1 in medium. So, some results out from WA1 today. Not an awful lot out. Apart from that, Ardent Leisure just coming out with their AGM statement trading update. Q1 operating revenue up 3.4% year-on-year. Ticket sales up 16% year-on-year. Positive EBITDA. Seems that the uh, there's no cutback on spending at Ardent Leisure at the moment anyway, that's for sure. In an interesting move yesterday, after the cup, uh, IFM Investors, they spent another $169 million and bought another 2% of Atlas Arterial via a block trade. The trade was done at $5.82, which is a 3.2% premium to the last close. IFM has been gradually creeping up the register of Atlas Arterial. Well, that's it so far from me today. As always, may the trading gods be with you. Uh, We should expect, I guess, a relatively quiet day, a few hangovers, I guess, from Melbourne Cup. Resources 
could be under a little bit of pressure, but those iron ore stocks still doing pretty well, although they did see ADR falls last night. Banks not really doing too much today either, so we could be in for a relatively quiet day as people digest the RBA move yesterday. We'll be back again mid-morning, of course, with the members' exclusive podcast for those of you who are subscribers. And then, of course, we'll be back again with the end-of-day report this afternoon. Yeah.